no matter what level you're at, for instance, if you are just starting into uh, your profession, you are probably an individual contributor just getting started and you're new and novice, you're learning, you're growing, uh, you're doing a lot of task-oriented things. Maybe you're a manager, you've been around a little bit longer and know really how to do the individual tasks, but you've moved beyond that and now you're really focusing in on things like dealing with ambiguity or in hiring and firing and directing others, those kinds of things. Or perhaps you are an executive. You've moved um, from that, you know, just every day-to-day individual independent tasks to managing a team. And now you're managing an even larger team and have some skills like you really need to be more customer-focused than you ever were or approachability is huge as an executive. So what we're looking at today is what, what happens when you have all three of these people in your classroom and you're teaching across the board with all these different skill levels. So here's a couple of tips. Number one, know what individual contributors are really focused on as well as managers and executives. So for example, individual contributors are oftentimes uh, really focused on persevering because they are the ones that are the workhorse. They're there night and day trying to get things done. So perseverance is an important piece to them. Uh, they're action-oriented because if they don't take action, they don't get stuff done. They don't get stuff done, then they get in trouble, those kinds of things. So really um, consider that. And, and finally, they they're driving for results. They're really focused on what can I do to move this and have this be the best possible product. One thing I learned earlier on in my career was 80% and out the door. If I was an, as an individual contributor, I was task-based and I always wanted it to be 100%. But I learned when I was at Target Corporation that the 20% it takes to go from 80 to 100 takes the same amount of time as getting to the 80%. And so although I didn't want my manager to see anything that was, you know, spelling errors, grammar errors, those kinds of things, 80% out the door was fine unless it was customer facing. When it's customer facing, of course, we want it to be 100%. So that's what you're looking for for your individual comp contributors. For managers, consider that maybe their most important thing is specifically driving for results. They're, they're really just focused on their team getting things accomplished, really focusing in on that and their ability to, to do that. Next is managing the diversity in their group, whether it's male, female, ethnicity, uh, maybe it's the way that we, uh, you know, Gen X, Gen Y, millennial, that, that can be diversity as well. So they're really focusing in on how, how am I going to work with all of these different people on my team? And then the next one would be approachability for them because approachability, if they are not approachable, how can they be that great leader and that great manager? So any manager in the room, you're focusing on those three things. And then our executives, of course, I've already mentioned, approachability is number one. Really need to have uh, not that an intimidating factor about you, but instead that open factor. And then followed by managing of diversity, of course. And then next would be that customer focus, really just figuring out what that customer needs and helping to drive that down so that we produce things that work. So as you have all of these people in your classroom, consider their individual objectives. You know, if you have an executive in the room, it's all about 
approachability for them and giving them opportunities. So what we do is we do level setting exercises where everyone in the room has a chance to be a team leader. And it's not based on if you have the most seniority. It's not things like that. It's things like the person who most recently went grocery shopping or went on a jog or whatever. And you're making sure that everyone at that executive's table is able to actually shine in front of that person. I always mix up table groups and have an opportunity to get those executives away from their managers because a lot of times people sit with people of their same peer group and they don't mix and mingle. So automatically the very first thing I do is a meet and greet or something like that where they're up out of their seats and I ask them to meet someone not at their table and every time I, I ring the chime, meet a new person. Well, meeting a new person is not the same as meeting someone you already know. And so they're naturally going to go and, and introduce themselves to someone new and then I make them partners and they're going to sit at a table with their partner. So yes, it might be a little intimidating at first to whoever is partners with that manager or executive, but believe me, by honoring the group and having um, pockets where they're not all sitting with their peer level, it's going to bring a lot of value to your training. The next time that you have a mixed group of a, you know, a range of skill level and um, authority in the room, take a moment to just sit back and say, what are their individual objectives and how can I assist and aid in having those individual skill objectives met, no matter the content? I promise you, you'll see great results. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group, and this is another creative training tip.